Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's Word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Minister Natalie Washington, and today's topic is getting on God's nerves. <laughs> That's right, getting on God's nerves. Can we get on God's nerves? What do you think? Is this a good or bad thing? Does God even have nerves? <laughs> Now, you know, I know this sounds crazy, but you know, I like to bring different things to make us really think, does God have nerves? Well, first of all, we were created in his image and likeness. We know that he has emotions. He gets angry. He gets sad. His heart becomes heavy. Remember Noah's ark and the flood? In fact, the Bible tells us that before God covered the whole earth with water, sparing Noah and his family and two of each kind of animal, of course, God said that he was sorry he made us. Yes, he did. In Genesis, the sixth chapter, verses one through eight, it says, now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them and the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years there were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. Listen to this, y'all. So the Lord said, go and look at it. It says it, Genesis 6, 1 through 8, down here towards the bottom here. The Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Can you believe God said this? He did. We see that he did say it. And he did what he said he would do. Now, do you think Noah ever got on God's nerves? Do you think some of his family members got on God's nerves? But here's the thing. Noah is the one who found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But Noah was a human being. He was a man. He had his flaws. He probably did get on God's nerves in one thing or another. But see, here is the kicker. It's one thing to get on God's nerves. And it's another thing to get on his last nerve. <laughs> Has anybody ever got on your last nerve? You know, that very last nerve that it's like you, you don't have another nerve and the nerve you got. It's like it's tethering away. Yeah, that nerve, the very last nerve. But, you know, this reminds me of that scripture that says God is long suffering, but he is not what? You know it. 
That's right. He's not forever suffering. What did he say? My spirit shall not strive with man forever. Keep in mind that this was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before God got to this point where people, mankind, got on his very last nerve. But Noah, Noah did not get on his very last nerve. So what gets on the very last nerve of God? Well, stay with me. I'm going somewhere. So here's the thing. Again, I can't stress it enough. We do not want to get on God's last nerve. Do you ever get on God's nerve? You probably do. I do too. Like Noah, we all probably get on God's nerves sometimes. But again, thank God for his mercy endures forever. <laughs> Can you just hear, I got to, I got to say this. Can you just picture it? I'm a vision person. I'm very visual. So can you just see Jesus sitting at the right hand of God, the right hand of the father and him and the father just having a conversation about us, <laughs> shaking their heads saying, Lord, father, what are we going to do? Son, I don't know, but they about to get on my last nerve. And you know what? This is not even really much of a laughing matter because what did God do? He destroyed the earth with water. That's what happens when we get on God's very last nerve. Do you know what? We are living in the end days. We're living in the last days. And guess what? We are getting on God's last nerve in these last days. Praise God that his mercy endures forever. But again, his spirit will not contend with mankind forever. Jesus is coming back. But hey, let me get on to this. Because see, here's the thing. Jesus right now is sitting at the right hand of the Father, always interceding for us. Those who have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Christ is interceding on your behalf. And you know what? Even if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, folks like us, folks who are who have received Christ, folks who know the Lord, we need to be praying for people who have not, because it is God, the Father, who draws people to himself. So listen, pray for those people that you know have not yet received Christ, because if not, Christ, he, he, he's mediating on our behalf and he's interceding on our behalf. But what about the lost? He's also, he was sent for the lost. So thank God, the father for Jesus Christ. He is forever interceding on our behalf. He is our mediator. Mm. Thank you, God. But what do you think gets on God's nerves the most about us? Not getting on his last nerve. But what do you think gets on God's nerves the most about us? Let's look at Matthew, the 17th chapter, verses 16 through 21. It says, now let me tell you, let me preface it. This was about a man who had a demon possessed son. 
So here's verse 16. It says, So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, get that visual. Can you just see Jesus? Now, this is when he was walking the face of the earth. And he says, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. (laughs) Bring him here to me. (laughs) And so Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Verse 19 says, Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Verse 21 says, in this particular case, because of this demon-possessed son, it says, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. You see, our lack of faith, it's got to be the one that probably gets on God's nerves the most. Think about it. You have created human beings. You have done miracle after miracle. You have done this for them, this for that, and they still have short-term memory. This is what I call it. This That's Minister Natalie saying, I call it short-term memory loss. Listen, I'm just like you. Sometimes I have short-term memory loss, but then I have to stop and think. Guys, we have to stop and think. What did he do before? The disciples had seen him do all types of miracles, all types of things. But he, Jesus had to get on to them about their lack of faith. Look at it. Jesus, his nerves were like, uh, uh, just bring him here to me. How long will I have to bear with you? How long? How long will God the Father bear with us? How long? <laughs> Listen. Who we who are Christ followers, we say we believe, but like his original disciples, we still struggle with faith in him. And you know what? In fact, we have a tendency to have more faith in everything and everyone more so than God. Think about it. We have more faith in the chair that it'll hold us up. We'll sit right down. Won't think twice about it. When we walk in a store in a Walmart, we expect those doors to open. We don't expect those doors to stay shut. We expect them to open upon our interests. We have more faith than an auto in an automatic door and an inanimate object such as a chair to hold us up. Let me take it a step further. We have more faith in an airplane. We get up in that airplane, we sit down, we put our tray table up, we put our seat backs back, we put on our earbuds, we take a nap, and boom, bam, we're in our next destination. We're at our next destination or at our destination. We haven't even thought twice about it. Mm. God help us. 
Thank God for his mercy endures forever. How long will he bear with us? How long will he contend with our lack of belief? Mm. We need to do like the apostles. In Luke 17, verse 5, the the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. Do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think it's ever a good thing to get on God's nerves? Now, here's a flip. Here's a twist. You know, I like to make you think. I like to make myself think. I love the way the Bible is because it really makes you think. It makes you look at yourself. Now, here's the thing. Do you think it's ever a good thing to get on God's nerves? Let me answer you. There is. There is a time to get on God's nerves. There's a good thing. Remember I said, it's one thing. Now see, it's really three three things here that I'm talking about. Getting on God's nerves. The first thing I covered, we don't ever want to get on God's last nerve. Now, we do get on God's nerves with our lack of faith, our lack of belief in Him. Now here's the third thing. Sometimes we do want to get on his nerves. (laughs) Let me take you where I'm going. Let's look at the parable of the widow and the unjust judge. Go to Luke 18, one through eight. If you don't have it, that's okay. I'm, I'm about to read it to you anyway. This is Jesus talking in parables like he often did. He spoke a parable to them. He says he started off, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Saying, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Hmm. Let's go back over this. This widow, she came to this unjust judge, a man who did not fear God. He had no regard for man. He didn't fear God. He didn't fear man. He was wicked. He was pompous. He was prideful. It was all about him. I'm the judge. I do what I want. I don't care about you. I'm the judge. He's an unrighteous man. Just trying to get that picture in your head. This widow woman, she's coming to him. Avenge me. 
get justice for me from my adversary. She keeps coming. She is getting on this judge's nerves. She can, she keeps coming, keeps coming. Now, granted, she's getting on his last nerve. Now, here's the thing. This just tells you, I want you to get this picture. God's last nerve. We don't want to get on his last nerve, but we are on his last nerve for a long long time. This unjust judge that Jesus is speaking about in this parable, this widow woman kept coming to him. She was about to get on his last nerve. He said, though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, troubles, okay, she was getting on his nerve. But she hadn't really got on his very last nerve yet. He said, lest by her continual coming, she weary me. So before, hear that now, before she wearies me, let me just avenge her. Lest by her continual coming, she weary me. He, you see, he, he got rid of her before she really, really got on his very last nerve. And then what did Jesus said? The Lord said, hear what the unjust said. Here's the other thing. Hear what he said. He wants us to hear, though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, because she continues to come to me, Jesus is saying, Shall God not avenge his own elect, his own people who cry out day and night to him? Meaning, praying, coming to God in prayer. This is how he wants us to get on his nerves, y'all. This is a good thing to get on God's nerves about. What gets on his nerves is when we don't have faith in him, when we don't believe him, when we don't come to him, when we go our own way, when we look to other people and other things, when we have more faith in things and people and we continue to go to them. Let me get just a little bit messy. When we look to government to be our righteous judge to do what they're supposed to do. When we come to them, when we write letters to them, when we continually to do that and we have yet to say a prayer to God, when we don't continue to go to God and continue to go to God, rather continue to go to man and people and things to do something right when ain't no right in them. Yes, I said ain't no right. I have to emphasize when we do that more than going to God, our father, we, his elect, his people. What did Jesus say? Will not, shall not God avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them. He has been patient with us, yet we slap him in the face and we cry out and we go out and run behind and just continuously get on people's nerves who have no respect, no regard for God, no regard for man. Yes, I'm saying this. I want us to get this. That gets on 
God's nerves. But what doesn't get on his nerves is when we come to him. We can go to him. We can cry out to him. He hears us. He will answer. He will avenge us speedily. All we have to do is believe. He bears with us. Why don't we bear with him? Why don't we bear on his nerve in prayer, in fasting? Why do we bear and bam on the doors of unjust people more than we do our God, our Father? Why don't we go to our mediator, our advocate, Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, believe in the name of Jesus? Why do we put more emphasis on the man, man's names, men's names, women's names, people who don't, they don't care about God. They have no regard for people. They have absolutely no regard for God himself. Listen what Jesus said. He said, nevertheless, when the son of man comes, when he comes back, will he really find faith on the earth? This is what does not get on God's nerves. Us coming to him, us crying out to him. And don't let anybody tell you this lie that you don't have faith if you continue to come to God about a particular issue. Let this widow woman, this widow woman, this persistent widow woman, the parable that Jesus said, let her be the example. Persistence in prayer, persistence in praying and fasting, persistence in seeking the face of God, that does not get on God's nerve. And that is not a sign of a lack of faith, but indeed it is a sign of faith. It is a sign. Remember Hannah, and then I'm going to get ready to let you go because I don't want to get on your nerves. I may have gotten on your nerves, (laughs) but you know what? It's probably a good thing that I'm getting on your nerves because listen, As I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. We've got to get on God's nerves. I talk about Hannah and then I'm going to go. Hannah, she prayed. She prayed. She prayed so much that the priest thought that she was drunk, literally drunk with wine, but she was actually drunk in the spirit. She would lay herself out at that altar praying for a son because her uh, that other wife She would always boast and say, look, I got a son. I got a son. You ain't got none. I got a son. I made a rhyme. But y'all look, Hannah was persistent in her prayers, her prayers. She was persistent in her praying. We've got to be the same way. I hope that this has encouraged you some way. I hope that I have gotten on your nerves just a little bit. I hope that you have learned this. I'm going to sum it up. We don't ever want to get on God's last nerve with our unbelief in him, with our 
lack of persistence in seeking him, with our lack of faith in him, with our lack of unbelief, we do not want to get on his last nerve with wickedness and and all types of things like they were doing in the days of Noah. This is something that is indeed occurring already. And I kid you not, you already know it. Go to Matthew 24. We are definitely living in the days of Noah and we are indeed getting on his last nerve. But however, I encourage you, don't get on God's last nerve like that. Get on his nerves by getting in his face and persistently praying for your brother, your brother, man, your sister, girl. Pray, pray that people will come to Christ. Pray that people will, 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 will be the light. Pray that God will give you wisdom. Pray that God will give you the courage to be able to be that light, to be that witness to people. That doesn't get on God's nerves. What gets on his nerves, like I said, is us not coming to him persistently. That's how we went on. We want to get on God's nerves. So, yeah, let's get on God's nerves the right way. Let's stay in his face. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on another episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Light Post Podcast. This is a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. Remember to like, comment, and share the videos. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Now go on and get out there and get on God's nerves the right way. Until next time, be blessed.